0: You're listening to On The Beat, connecting you with your community, only on The Heart, 1340 AM and 1019FM. I'm Tommy Lee, and this is Monday, July 19th, 2021. You are on the beat. And so is my mother. Happy anniversary, Mom. Thanks for that whole getting married thing all those years ago. Thank you. Now you're actually on the show. You're actually on the show for a different reason today, not just your anniversary. Uh, you and Dad and one of my nephews are in Michigan's scenic and gorgeous Upper Peninsula this afternoon, taking in the sights. Yesterday, however, your sight was of an empty Mackinac Bridge. Uh, you were part of the huge log jam of vehicles that were trying to cross the Mackinac Bridge during a three-hour closure due to a bomb threat. Yes, that was quite
1: the adventure.
0: So what did you guys see? Uh, what exactly happened?
1: Well, we got there. It was right around 2.30, I think. Mm-hmm. Somewhere between 2 and 2.30. And we were on the beach right next to the bridge and in between the bridge and the lighthouse. And I looked up and noticed that there weren't any cars on the bridge. and I thought that was kind of strange. Yeah. And uh, then I noticed the police were only going across. Well, we tried to go into the, the shop there, the souvenir shop and information center It's that's under the bridge, and they were sending people out saying that uh, they had to evacuate the building. Well, then shortly after that, they were evacuating the beach. They stopped all boat traffic, all air traffic, and had everybody leave.
0: So by air, by sea, by land, nobody was anywhere near the Mackinac Bridge, uh, as um, the uh, state police, the local police, and other agencies were uh, doing not one but two complete sweeps of Mackinac Bridge yesterday afternoon, trying to uh, see if there was any credibility to the bomb threat. Thankfully, uh, it turned out to be uh, nothing. Uh, they, they weren't able to find anything.
1: Yes, thank goodness. Uh, We were stuck about three hours, I think it was, uh, waiting to get permission to cross the bridge. But uh, they pushed us all back away from the beach to the parking lot. So we were still close, but not where we would have been affected had there been an actual bomb.
0: And again, this is the first time in years that you and Dad have been to Mackinac, <laughs> and you arrive—you arrive just in time to wait and wait and wait for a bomb threat.
1: Yeah, well, you know, why why make things simple? Right,
0: you know, your vacation should always have some drama and a perfect sense of timing to it.
1: Right, right, No, We were we were safe the whole time. Uh, like I say, the police were keeping everybody back and they were doing all of their searching on the bridge itself and they had the dogs out there the bomb dogs mm-hmm. um it was quite the scene traffic of course was backed up quite away and it just it was just uh, chaos at first you know with the traffic because it was hard to find a place to park you didn't know where to go right You just kind of had to wait it out until they gave us the all-clear.
0: And after the all-clear, how was the traffic crossing the bridge?
1: Remarkably better than I thought it would be. Um, The police had things moving very rapidly. Uh, There was quite a line of cars, but like I say, they were moving right along, so it wasn't too bad.
0: Good. Well, um, a dramatic start to your vacation.
1: (laughs) Always. But this. We looked back, and watching the people from St. Ignace trying to cross the bridge, the cars were just lined up all the way down. Hmm. Quite well, Yeah, it was quite a start to vacation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now you're up there in the UP, and you're nice and safe. Uh, enjoy the waterfalls up there. Make sure that Dad and Corey behave, which is no small feat.
1: Absolutely. Today we're going to show Corey a waterfall uh, by the pictured rocks, so we're going to do that tour, and then tomorrow we are going to the Grand Island. So nice. Yeah, yeah. My my grandson, the party animal, he <laughs> wants to go play with the bears.
0: Wants to play with the bears <laughs> and the wolverines. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, be safe. Have fun. Watch for the aliens because they're no joke up there in the UP.
1: No, no, that's Escanaba. Oh, that's right.
0: They're usually in Escanaba. All right.
1: That's the in the moonlight, you know. Yeah, that's
0: right. <laughs> well, have a good time. Uh, enjoy the UP. Thanks for uh, giving us a little bit of uh, time today and uh, bringing me back some poutine when you uh, head back home. <laughs> the gravy might be a little nasty by the time it gets here, but the thought is there.
1: It probably would be.
0: Yes. Yeah, I would think. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Mom. And uh, again, happy anniversary and, and enjoy your uh, your time up there in the woods.
1: Thank you, and we intend to. We're gonna make a good good rest of the time of it.
0: All right, now no no bomb threats on your way home, okay?
1: I'll tell you if I hear there's even the inkling of a problem on the bridge, we'll go down through Wisconsin.
0: There you go. Pick up some cheese and brats on the way.
1: There you go. Get get one of those cute little cheese hats.
0: There you go. You know. <laughs> yeah, that'll that'll go well with you being a Bears fan
1: yes you could just picture that
0: couldn't you yeah all right thanks mom have a good afternoon and uh, have a nice trip and uh, we'll see you when you get back all
1: right
0: son you have a good
1: evening you too
0: Bye-bye. It's my mom currently enjoying the upper peninsula after a bit of a delay yesterday and in case you missed it on friday we spoke with the executive director of the pottawatomie zoo about some new arrivals that we're all going to hopefully catch a glimpse of very soon josh sisk from uh, the pottawatomie zoo josh how you doing today
2: I'm doing good yeah we had uh, an exciting day to announcement today <laughs>
0: yes you did um, now uh, Josh is the executive director and no one better to talk to go right to the source and find out what's going on with the red panda cubs that have been born at the Pottawatomie Zoo in South Bend
2: yeah so one of the I mean everyone loves the red pandas at the zoo I mean they're one of the favorites here and we have we used to have uh, panda babies probably I think the last time was maybe at least oh gosh it's been probably 10 years ago so this has been a long time waiting. Uh, But yeah, our red pandas are part of what's called a species survival plan. So they're actually a managed breeding program within accredited zoos. Um, and uh, we're pretty excited about this. So this was an important birth.
0: And uh, now one of them was slightly smaller than the other. So uh, in the interest of the health of both of them, you're keeping them separated at this point.
2: We are. Yeah. So, I mean, we, unfortunately, one of them was half the size of the other one. This is Maya, uh, the female, is a first time mother. So, you know, we didn't really even know what to expect. And, you know, we uh, the nice thing about being an accredited zoo, there's 250 accredited zoos across the country. We all work together. So we immediately reached out to other zoos that had experience with the pandas. Um, There's a a species survival plan coordinator who manages this and she was telling us that we were sending her video from the nest box showing what was going on and we could just tell from the camera that there was just something wrong with this little one. Um, It wasn't as strong as the other one. Uh, It didn't seem like she was really taking care of. it. She kept moving one the healthier one to another box and leaving this one by itself Uh, and that's when our vet team and our animal care staff knew that okay we need to step in here and see what we can do and sure enough when we did uh, take it out of the, the nice thing about maya being such a friendly panda she allowed us to go into the exhibit and be able to actually open the door and take this baby out um it seemed like it had a little bit of respiratory issues uh so we we definitely got it to the clinic and got it into an incubator and been hand raising it ever since and it's
0: been a few weeks now since the uh, since the cubs were born how are they doing now both of them they're
2: so you know it, it you know we're we're always cautious about these uh, press releases because with any baby you know it doesn't even matter um cat dog, whatever it is i mean that especially pandas, there is a high mortality rate uh in pandas even in the uh, in the wild there's about a fifty percent mortality rate. Um, there's, there's a very high mortality rate with this one being hand raised. We're very optimistic that everything's going to go well, but we just ask the people people understand that, you know, that, um, you know, it's, this is tough and we know what we're going to do the best we can with it. Uh, but they are doing really good. So the little one's actually caught up in weight to the other one. Oh, uh, we did about, uh, about five days ago, we tried to reintroduce it back to, uh, the mother, and it just was too weak. It was, we watched it for a good six hours on camera. It just could not make it to where it needed to to feed. But she was licking it and taking care of it. So we're optimistic that now that it's getting stronger, its eyes are open now. Um, it seems to be over its uh, health concern that we're, we're going to keep trying to get it, actually get this baby actually, believe it or not, back with mom. So
0: Now, you mentioned uh, that uh, this is a first time mother, this uh, red panda. Um, how often... Is the possibility for reproduction going on there? I mean, how long does it take with red pandas?
2: Yeah. So it, what's interesting. So what a lot of people don't realize about accredited zoos is all these populations of animals are managed by an organization um, to look at the best genetics um, to make sure that the right animals are breeding with right animals. So we can actually get a recommendation every year. So even though we had pandas last year, we didn't have a recommendation a recommendation to breed. You know, they look at where space is going to be available for these offspring. So we were really excited this year when we actually did get a recommendation that the, that that for the population population they'd like us to breed. So we have to kind of take that year by year. I'm, you know, I'm hoping we can do it again next year. They are seasonal breeders. So they're going to be breeding all through the winter time. Um, breeding season is going to really be January, February, and then, uh, actually giving birth around June, July. Um, I know that Potter Park Zoo just announced that they had babies. So you're going to start seeing several zoos that are part of these breeding programs with pandas. They're all their babies are going to start becoming born uh, about this time. So, um, I, but I think we were the first zoo Um, according to the SSP coordinator in the United States this year to give birth to parent pandas. So we're pretty excited about that.
0: Very nice. Now, here's the question everybody's waiting for me to ask. When can people see the
2: babies? So, you know, they're very similar to, you know, when a a baby kitten or dog's born, um, you could tell from some of the pictures that we put out, they're still not very mobile. I mean, they're not getting around very well. Their eyes just open. I would say probably in about four more weeks, they may start venturing out into the exhibit. Um, you notice that there was a picture we sent out of uh, Maya carrying one of the babies. If you're a very, very, very lucky visitor, you might catch her moving them from one nest box to another. Um, But that would be the only time you would see that, but you can definitely probably I'd say in the next four to six weeks, you'll start to see them venturing out of the box a little bit. (laughs) All right. So soon enough. (laughs) Yeah. So unfortunately so the bread pandas too, uh, those boxes are that we have on exhibit are actually air conditioned for them. So in the heat um, she's going to be spending a lot of time in there with that baby. So it's, out the best time to come see them right now but we're gonna we'll be keeping if you're if you're uh you know follow our Facebook and everything we're gonna be keeping people posted as we do weigh, weigh-ins on them um, any introductions we do with this new baby back to mom we'll be keeping our uh, we'll be keeping the public informed on what's going on with these guys yep
0: as will we so uh, much appreciated Josh good luck with the babies good luck with what's going on at the Potawatomi Zoo anything else going on right now that you want to talk about
2: just you know what we we're continuing to stay open until eight o'clock this is our second year doing this um, through the summer so until August just gives parents an opportunity that maybe have to work to get to the zoo. Um, the draft construction is on its way. Um, giraffes are still planning to arrive at Pottawatomie Zoo in October. Uh, first time we'll ever have giraffes at the zoo, and it's very, very exciting. So if you haven't made it out to the zoo this year, you can see all the construction happening. You actually see the barn now in the exhibit. It's pretty exciting to see. So um, I know we're really excited about it. All
0: right. And as always, uh, you can learn more at org. And if you can't spell it, uh, they say nothing's close except horseshoes, but Google's close, too. You can find it that way. That's right. And uh, we're definitely looking forward to getting back out there. I know my mother-in-law has a, a season pass, and uh, we're all – uh, making trips on and off to the zoo as we, uh, as we get through the summer, just because it's such a great place to stroll around. So.
2: Yeah. And, and there right now we're under a revitalization period. If you haven't been to the zoo uh, since you were a child, or even we've been to the zoo in the last four years, you're not going to recognize the place. I mean, we are getting away from cages, modernizing habitats. We've got so many plans in the works. We have a, we're working on a lion habitat for next year. Uh, plans are in the works for a new tiger exhibit, new concession, um, it, it, we got a, a real gem here in our community, and uh, we're excited what the next few years even have to come.
0: Very true. So go check it out, the Potawatomi Zoo. Josh joining us, the executive director, Josh Sisk. Uh, thanks again for uh, hanging out with us today on The Beat, and uh, we will talk again very soon. All right, great talking to you. Coming up, it's Monday with the mayor, and Elkhart Mayor Rod Robertson returns to On The Beat next on 1340 AM and 1019 FM, The Heart. Thanks, as always, for spending part of your Monday with the heartbeat of Elkhart.